Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. Today we're continuing to talk about Matthew chapter 8. And over the last couple days, what we've been learning about is all the different kinds of miracles that Jesus did. He healed the man with leprosy. He healed the centurion's servant. And in the beginning part of today's scripture, he even heals Peter's mother-in-law when she was laying sick in bed with a fever. But Matthew takes a little bit of a break talking about the kinds of healings that Jesus was doing to talk about what it means to be a follower of Jesus, the costs that it has. And so I'm going to read for you Matthew chapter 8, verses 18 through 22, and then we're going to talk about it. It says, Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to depart to the other side of the sea. Then a scribe came and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes and the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And another of the disciples said to him, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. Now, it may seem kind of weird that we're talking about these kinds of things in the middle of talking about all of these miracles, but there's an important thing that I think Matthew is trying to teach us. So as Jesus is performing miracles, what do you think happened to the people in the area? Or what would happen if you heard about somebody performing miracles? You would kind of want to go check it out and see what was happening, right? Well, there was an inner circle of disciples, which is the 12 disciples, which we call apostles. And those are the guys that were following Jesus and living with him and working with him and going town to town, telling people about him. And then on the outside of those disciples were more followers of Jesus. The Bible says there was about 70 of them that were also starting to follow along and listen to the teachings of Jesus. But then outside of those 70 and the 12, there was a whole lot of people that were curious about Jesus. And see, the thing is, is just because you're learning about Jesus doesn't mean yet that you're a follower of Jesus. The crowds wanted to hang out and they wanted to learn about him. They were curious. They wanted to watch and see if he was going to perform any more miracles. And so what happens is, is Jesus, he's, remember, he's God, but he's also fully man. He's a human. He's starting to get a little bit tired and he wanted to go to the other side of the Sea of Galilee and he wanted to take a little bit of a break. And so as he was getting ready to go, there was a scribe, what the Bible says is a scribe, a follower of his. Now, a scribe was a Jewish teacher of the law and they would write the law down. So the scribe part means 
writer and the teacher of the law means that he was teaching God's law to the people in the area. Now, that's encouraging because sometimes we think that all of the teachers of the law hated Jesus, but this helps us understand that that's not necessarily true. So the teacher of the law, the scribe, decided he wanted to become a more committed follower of Jesus. And he said, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And what Jesus is explained to him is that there's a cost to following Jesus. There's a cost for us to follow Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to cost us money. The gift of Jesus and the gift of the gospel is absolutely free. Jesus already paid the cost with his life on the cross for us. And so it doesn't cost money like a toy or candy. We're not talking about that when we say cost. Instead, we're talking about a couple different kinds of costs. There's a cost to our security. Jesus says that the foxes have holes, which means that there's like little dens that the foxes live in out in the fields and the birds have nests. Those are the little homes in the trees. But the son of man, which is one of the names that Jesus called himself, he says the son of man or meaning Jesus has no place to lay his head. Did you realize that basically Jesus was homeless? And the reason for that is because he was going everywhere, going from town to town to share the good news of the gospel. How did he eat? Where did he stay? Well, God provided for him, just like he will provide for you and me as we follow him. But the cost is the security. Sometimes we want security. Like tonight, I know exactly we're going to, I'm going to sleep and I'm going to know exactly what I'm going to eat for dinner. And I know exactly where I'm going to take a bath. I know all the security things that are going to help me be comfortable. But see, Jesus didn't have that security. He didn't know where he was going to stay from day to day. He didn't even have a pillow. It says he doesn't even have a place to lay his head. Can you imagine that? Jesus didn't even have a pillow. You can think about that every time you look at your own pillow and think about how much Jesus loved us to be able to go from a city to city, from house to house, from town to town, to be able to share that message with others. And so the other cost is sometimes relationships. If you think about who is most important to you, that is your relationship. And so if Jesus is number one in our lives and he's more important than our relationships, It means that sometimes people may give you up or give your relationship up when you decide to follow Jesus, or you may have to give up certain friendships. If people are not acting in line with what you know, how God wants you to act, then you may have to separate yourself from some of those friendships. If they're cussing or they're smoking or they're doing all the things, not doing their homework or all all of the things that you know they're not supposed to be doing, and you're really trying to follow Jesus and to live your life for him, there's going to be a natural separation with some of your friendships. So sometimes the cost is some of our relationships. But here's some good news. While there's no financial cost, meaning there's no money cost for following Jesus, Even when there is a cost to our relationships or our security, God promises to fill in the gaps. Just like God provided for Jesus, he will provide for us too. And so I want to remind you of that as you are thinking about what it means to not just be curious about Jesus, but to become a real disciple of Jesus, to follow him, that even if it costs you relationships or security, it's okay because God sees that 
and he will work it out for us. That's part of the trusting Jesus part, trusting him with our lives. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for our friends that are wanting to become disciples of you. Lord, help us to realize even when we see our pillow tonight, when we go to bed and remember that you did not even have a pillow or a place to lay your head. Lord, help us to remember that even in the midst of the difficulty that it is sometimes to live for you, that you are with us. You give us the strength to carry on. Lord, we thank you that you are a God that provides for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, we'll talk tomorrow. Hey, friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved. Thank you.